So Nigel Farage is absolutely destroying the media, and uh, I thought we'd enjoy, because that's great news. It, it has been entertaining so far. I have seen bits and pieces, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the whole extent of it, really. Yeah. If you want to know what this is about, he didn't go on, like, um, I don't know, some tour of Good Morning Britain with a Claymore and just uh, <laughs> something like that. No, he, um, he won an award, and I don't know about you, I don't care about awards at all. If, if you've ever seen an award show ever, it's some kind of like internal masturbation session where everyone just sits around and goes, oh, yes, you and me who run this industry with no other opposing thoughts. We did so good this year. What about <laughs> him over there? Ooh, he won an award for being just like us. It's like if, if I ran some sort of awards offering thing and I gave you an award. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, it is which- just, media awards are the stupidest thing in the world because mm-hmm. you do sit there and watch them and just be like, you're just a bunch of leftists awarding each other for doing leftist things. <laughs> Especially in UK media. I mean, that, that's probably why Ricky Gervais is going on with the Golden Globes. Just being like, look, you all love Jeffrey Epstein. You're all doing coke. You're degenerate scum. <laughs> was pretty fun. <laughs> but anyway. He, I did enjoy that, yeah. Ricky wasn't booked for this uh, TV award show. Instead, um, Nigel was booked to win one. So him and GB News are down there. The rest of the GB News guys, I think, won some awards or some other people won some awards. I don't care. Not interested. Um, not to be rude. But <laughs> like, um, don't care about award shows. What I care about is um, people in such shows who have had dominance and been sitting around basically jacking each other off at these places and stealing taxpayers' money in the ways that they do through grants, etc. Um, especially the BBC in the audience and Channel 4, who were very upset, getting shouted down. Because you can see, he's having fun there. Well, here's GB News, who made an article about it. I just want to tell you deets, because previously, I'm correct in saying it was always a self-internal masturbation session. Uh, They say here, for the first time, the winners of the 17 categories will be chosen entirely by the public. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Democracy in action. Previously, it was a 60-40 split between the industries and the audience who got to vote who won. (laughs) So 60% of the votes went to the... This is rigged. This is rigged. This is like some sort of um, third world election policy. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, by the way, <laughs> we, we choose who the best presenters are, but also we use... You, you get to have a say, but we don't really mm, read it. We, we use electoral methods of, you know, African dictators. So apparently in previous years, um, bugger all people voted. And then this time around, 1.3 million people voted. <laughs> for wow, the So amazing. It's quite a lot. Yeah. GB News won quite a lot. Because, of course, they're actually interesting. Like, they're not just grey paste of a media organisation <laughs> that everything else is in British TV. I mean, Good Morning Britain, ITV, Channel 4, Channel 5, BBC. I mean, it, it really is. You could be watching any of them. It's usually the same S. I just don't watch television yeah, at all. Me I, too. I mean, anyone under the age of 30 doesn't own a TV, frankly. So I mean, I own a TV, but that's only because it, it plugs into my Blu-ray player. Yeah. So it's, it's comical how out of touch such individuals and their shows have become. And Nigel Farage agrees, because he decided to, uh, when he won the award, go up and give a speech, as you do, and instead he didn't sit there and be like, I thank God and my agent and blah, blah. No, he decided, <laughs> you all deserve this. <laughs> just went off on one of them. Um, so I suppose we'll enjoy him just telling them all to go suck a cock. I have to say, I'm really rather proud to have this, because I'm a new boy. Only been doing this for a couple of years, so a huge thanks to all those good ordinary folk who live outside the M25 for voting for me. I suspect that had the industry had to say, I very much doubt I would have won, and I'm certain that three GB News presenters would not have been in the shortlist of five. 
which should be very instructive for the whole of the industry. You see, the investors, please do keep the abuse coming, because it says a lot more about you than it does about me. from the BBC. Well, whether they're BBC or not, I don't mind. But learn this, and those of you shouting, think about this. There's a gap in the market, a massive gap in the broadcasting market. You've all become too much the same. And that's why the investors in GB News, and led by Angelo Frangipoulos, have gone out there, and what we're doing is we're creating a new identity brand in British broadcasting. And when we, when we overcome the awareness problem, it's going to be a major force in British broadcasting. Now, I've been through this process before, of course. I led a party that was mocked and derided at lunches like this that went on to win a national election. And in those days, it was the polling industry who didn't understand this. Here's my one very serious point. Please take it on board. Poor old Rob can't open his eyes. He's finding it so tricky, so awkward, so difficult. This industry is worth between about 12 and 15 billion pounds every year. And it matters culturally, it matters in so many ways in our country. And yet, the way we measure who is watching and who is listening to programmes is completely out of touch and out of date. This is, I had much louder than this at the European Parliament, sir. I'm disappointed. The idea that Barb, the idea that Barb, from which all the advertising is set, is owned by the existing broadcasters, means the industry is marking its own homework. The idea that 5,300 foxes I can't really make out what he's saying. There's a lot of money at stake. And you should shout, and you should be frightened, because you will lose your jobs, because I can tell you this, Bob is wrong, and we need reform of this system. We need, oh look, there we are. We need the heavies of gun. And if you, if you cannot see, if you cannot see as an industry, that the way you're measuring TV ratings is out of touch, is out of date, and I feel very, very sorry for all of you. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, I didn't disagree with a word he said. Um, I also liked towards the end, they were just like, right, that's enough. We're going to close in the and just stand next to him as close as possible until he stops. Apparently the people being the loudest were shouting off and scum or working for the BBC. I'm not surprised. So... There you have it. That's those people. That's what they think of us. Because remember, mm. of course, this was actually voted on by the public, and uh, he won because, well, regardless of what your problems are with Nigel Farage, he's actually likable. Kind of important in being a presenter, you mm -hmm. know, of a TV show, let's say. And um, he also tells them the truth instead of just lying to them endlessly, like so many people in the mainstream media. That's why you are grey sludge and everyone hates you, why they didn't vote for you, <laughs> and why you were sitting there shouting scum this year instead of getting an award for your internal masturbation session. Anyway, I'm just going to have a side note real quick because mm -hmm. um, people might be wondering why I'm dressed down. Um, Team Langerstein, a uh, friend of mine, Mark, he'll be watching this because I know he'll be uh, enjoying this spectacle for sure. Um, he took me over to Le Mans. So mm -hmm. if you want to go to Le Mans and you want to be in an English-speaking camp for the 
uh, race. Definitely recommend Team Langerstein. There we are. There's your plug, mate. <laughs> also, he's just had a baby. So um, salutes in the chat, if you can, for uh, Mark. A little, little clap, clap, clap in there in the comments. But otherwise, we'll move forward because Nudge Farage, of course, did that, had fun, and then went on his own show to have some more fun by, by just drinking <laughs> on camera. Let's play this. <laughs> well, there you are. They just wanted to shut me down for stating a self-obvious truth that the way we measure TV audiences is bent, it's broke, it's out of date, it doesn't work. And I know something. From all my years in public life, GB News out there not only has attracted a, an audience that love the output from this channel, the balance they get from this channel, but it's a lot, lot bigger than the industry dares to admit. I really did touch upon that nerve today. They hated it. They screamed. They shouted. Gosh, I enjoyed it. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> I like how that started with just him laughing with... <laughs> Some, some bubbly in hand. Just it should just sit there the next episode. Just... <laughs> uh, good night. <laughs> just All drink. he needed to do was point, and that would have been perfect. But, it, but it's one hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these groups. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it over the years. Just whenever you hear about some award show, especially in London, the United States, of course, has its own spectacles about it, and they're a joke as well. But the ones in the UK are just such ridiculous jokes because, of course, the people involved are nobodies mm-hmm. as well. And it's just like friends patting their friends on. The back. Yeah, and every single moment is sponsored by Tesco or sponsored by Ray-Bans or sponsored by... And there's so much money slurping around these people because they've got control and they know they do. And so they can sit around like aristocrats, not listening to anyone else because what mm-hmm. do they care what you think? We control the media and there's nothing you can do about it. There's a very what are you going to Im- do? Start your own TV channel? Mm-hmm. There's a very important thing that Nigel pointed out there <laughs> is that with the media, there is a lot of money at stake. And it, I, I think fundamentally... Um, other than the ideological aspects, which I don't doubt are uh, uh, either a major part or you know, at least a significant part of why they do what they do. But the money, I think, is the main yeah. thing. That's you know, why they have these businesses in the first place, is to make money. And I think people... It's why sometimes... they're so hostile, because they know their jobs are at risk. Exactly. Because... And when your livelihood is at risk, your, your conduct tends to be uh, questionable. But if if you had just been useful Mm -hmm. to the public by, I don't know, informing them instead of trying to lie to them constantly, BBC, then your jobs wouldn't be at risk. You could go private. We'd all fund you because you'd be great. And instead, Mm -hmm. you're trash. All right, moving forward, just want to make some points here that he's not wrong either. This is Press Gazette. They're nonpartisan. They just issued news about the press. As you can see here, GB News, um, fastest growing news brand. Again, that right is here. massive difference as well for for those listening. Three hundred and sixty three percent to uh, the year second best, change. yeah, which is thirty nine percent. Because you may um, think, okay, well, usually that percentage was that high because you started at one, you went to two. Well, one hundred percent increase. Mm-hmm. And um, well, no, GB News has been going for a little while now, and year on year they've just massively grown and become mainstream. I see Normie showing GB News clips now, not even thinking about ideological connections like at the start when people are thinking, oh, it's that right wing channel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like no, it's the news. And that's Wouldn't it be great for. if everyone just referred to all of the left-wing outlets as, oh, well, that's just that left-wing outlet? Yeah, and they'd be correct to. Yeah, well. I mean, like, you can say that mm-hmm. GB News has a right-wing bent or something. Like, well, yeah, they've got no surprise as a host, sure. But they're the only one. I mean, just look through the list there. I mean, are you really looking at any right-wing outlets there except GB News? And doesn't that tell you everything? What did we do before? Oh, we literally had nothing because these aristocrats controlled everything and therefore could sit around jacking each other off with their award sessions and stealing money. I mean, I'm it's ridiculous. You can see here, there's just uh, another article about this, where they write about how ridiculous it is. But there's uh, some graph in here somewhere, I believe. 
It's not being, that uh, one. There's very the complimentary one. to mainstream news and in our past two segments, haven't we? Well, press gazette are literally just about the press. That's, mm -hmm. that's what they write of about. Of course. So you can see here, I mean, the damage is fun. You can see the metro there, the ones getting the worst, which um, mm -hmm. minus 23%. Oh, you deserve it. You deserve trying it. to see it underneath the camera here. But for people who don't know the metro, especially foreign people who might not know, um, the metro is this crappy paper you get on the tube because you get on the tube and it's just littered everywhere. I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's there's cats pissing everywhere. It, it's so like much. Uh, London toilet paper, really. Yeah. Like if if you if you're broke, there'll always be a metro in the in the tube that you can pick up and use um, to to wipe your behind if you need to. I think that's probably the best use for it, other than perhaps wrapping uh, fish and chips. Although don't do that after that for former use because that'd be a bit gross. Uh, always, whoever's in charge of the editorial is some like former government minister mm -hmm. who, who's bent. And usually sporting everything. It's, it's some of the most lowbrow left wing nonsense. Yeah, but you, you can possibly see in the media. Isn't but it, it? the point being is, it's obviously propaganda and it's of not course, working because yeah. no one would read it. I mean, for example, I got on the tube and this was the headline in there: Ukrainian PM counteroffensive is a success. I was just like, okay, right. I'm not trying to get into the Ukraine war, but like anyone who was paying attention to the Ukrainian counteroffensive knew this was not a success. I mean, you can see a Ukrainian account here just being mm -hmm. like, well, this didn't go well. Just based I mean, on them saying we need more tanks. Well, this yeah, is a, an image for people listening of a, a bunch of modern Western tanks and American, I believe it was the Bradleys or something, have mm -hmm. all been destroyed because they tried to take a Russian position and they just got wrecked. And this isn't to say like, you know, anything on the Ukraine war. It's it's just to say, right, that wasn't the success that was promised. And yet in the newspaper in the London tube that's handed out to the public for free, which you only do if you're giving out propaganda, they're like, Yeah, everything's going well. Great. I mean I mean, anyone who has anything really strong and definitive to say about the Ukraine war is probably, they probably have some sort of ideological reason for doing so, because it's very, very difficult to establish what is true and what is not. And it, so if you're saying anything you're like with any amount of... Analyst. What was that, sorry? Unless you're a war analyst or something. Well, yeah, if, you, if it's what you do exclusively, but then they'll still communicate it in a less certain way. Than, sure. They'll at least understand the notion that it's difficult, they could be wrong. But my point being that like it's just I happen to be on that. Usually there's some BS story that just happened to be the one when I was in London last mm -hmm. Friday that I saw. I was just like, really? Uh, whatever. And um, I just want to mention, I mean, this is the environment that media operates in. I mean, this is just the chew. Not going to say anything about this. Just going to show it. Uh, people listening, I'm terribly sorry, but it's a nice uh, band if I describe that. You never seen a tr what? What kind of? <laughs> yeah, it's just incorrect government English. propaganda. I mean, like, on the tube in London, you still get this just propaganda telling you that your masky wasky is still a good thing. If you cover your face, you may become more confident. Is this like, it'd be like some sort of, in a sort of world without COVID, this would be some sort of dystopian thing of ugly people, cover your faces, <laughs> it'll make you more confident. But anyway, we'll leave it there. My point being, Nigel Farage having a great time. Um, rightfully so, the media is getting wrecked, and that is good news. That is the world correcting itself. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium content that's on the site, such as the Brokenomics series, this episode on Investing Part 3 with Peter Lowry. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotusedas underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.